Hey friends, before we get into today's podcast episode, I want to let you know that registration for my Marketing 101 for Horse Businesses online course has just opened this week. If you're ready to go from feeling confused and frustrated regarding your online marketing to feeling prepared and confident so you can get the results you need to build the horse business that you want, then this three-week course is for you. It's a step-by-step roadmap to using websites, social media, and emails to grow your equine business, and you're going to walk away with a planned 30-day social media posting calendar. Plus, you'll create a valuable freebie to build your email list from scratch and get fully ready for your website to be published or refreshed. And eight students will get the chance to have a VIP experience, which means there will be some group coaching calls, and I will personally be auditing your website and social media if you're a VIP member. Now, course registration closes on Wednesday, November 25th, so please head on over to stormlilymarketing.com slash 101 to get enrolled today. Okay, now on to the podcast. Hello there. I am so glad you're here with me on the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. It is going to be a great day and a great episode. So stay tuned for some really good content ideas for your email marketing. Now, just in case you are a note taker, and in case you happen to be new to the show, I want to make sure that you know, you can go to my website every week and I'll summarize what we talk about here on each episode. We call those the show notes and you can find them on my website at any time that you want. As you've likely guessed by now, my name is Denise Alvarez, and through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I help horse business owners like yourself create and implement an effective website marketing strategy. I'm here to help you build a sustainable horse business so that you can be out in the barn doing more of what you love to do. And I get it. I know that not everybody loves marketing, and you might even be listening to this podcast thinking you're really not sure of it yourself. And that's why I use a mix of step-by-step strategies and basic how-tos to help you not only see what's possible for your business, but I'm also here to help guide you through that process so that you can make it happen. Now, as I mentioned, today we are talking about email marketing. More specifically, we're going to talk about your email newsletter. Now, here's a quick tip for you. I would not recommend calling it your newsletter, especially on your website when you're asking them to sign up. It just sounds a little boring, to be honest. Give them a name that actually tells them the value that you're going to provide. So even if it's sign up to get our specials, you know, give something that actually sounds enticing. So that's just a quick tip for you. If you've been with me on the podcast for long, then you know how I feel about email marketing. I really believe that it's a huge missed opportunity for so many horse businesses, and I'm passionate about helping them understand how they can do it well on their website and in their business. Why do you say? Because I know it works. I've seen it work. I want to tell you about a text that I got just recently that's going to help you see that it can work for a horse business of any size. Now, this summer, I helped a client with her website, and as a part of that process, we put together a freebie to help her to build her email list. She's had a lot going on since then, so even though she does believe in email marketing, she just hasn't had a chance to really consistently email her list, but she's still got them collecting on her website, and she does email every now and then when she has some special updates to share something specific. 
Okay, this last week, she actually texted me that she sent out an email just letting her email friends know what's new, what clinics are coming up at their barn. They'd added a few new products to their online store, which they call their tax shop, which I love. And so she just sent a a pretty quick and brief email kind of bulleting out some of the things that are going on there and inviting her email friends to get involved, to register and whatnot. Okay, can I just tell you, that one email delivered way more than she expected. She had six clinic registrants at $150 each. She had eight two-hour clinic registrants at $60 each, and she had three purchases on the shop at almost $500. And to be honest, I don't remember the exact number, but I know that earlier um, this fall, I believe, that she had a similar instance that she shared with me. She sent an email, and it wasn't even about her online store. And she got somebody that bought some things out of there just from receiving the email. They decided to check it out and they went over and made a pretty large purchase. So email marketing really does work. I promise you it will work for your business. So today, for those people who don't need convincing and that get it, that email marketing does work. The question or the stumbling block that I often hear from people is that they have no idea what to put in their emails. So they're on board. They're saying, okay, I get it. I know that emails can work, but I don't even know what I would put in an email. If you're going to send them more often than just for news and updates, what should you put in your emails? Well, that's why I've put together our podcast episode today. You're going to walk away with some inspiration and specific content ideas to put in your next email newsletter. So go ahead and grab a pen and paper if you want, or like I said, on the show notes, I'll have these for you. And that link is stormlilymarketing.com slash eight for episode number eight, or you can just go straight to my website and you can see the recent episodes there. I'll have those listed for you, but I know that there are some note takers out there who like to just write it down as they go. Okay, so we're going to jump into our five content ideas for your next email newsletter. Idea number one is to tell a story. Now, I'm not just talking about any story, but a transformation story. Now, don't get too intimidated with that because I promise you that you have those for your business. Tell the story of the client who came to you scared to ride horses because she fell off when she was younger. And then she came back and she faced her fears. And now look at her. She's going to local shows and she's having a blast. That's a great story to tell in your emails. Introduce them to your client. Tell a story about the horse that was having pain and through your massage practices and the owner's partnership and care of the horse, this horse is now operating at his highest level and he doesn't appear to be in any pain whatsoever. Friends, stories work. They captivate, they inspire. Stories get people to take action because when we get emotionally invested in something as we're listening to or reading a story, we want to know what's next or we want to know how we can be involved or a part of that. So, or Perhaps we want to be the next story. Perhaps that horse owner is saying, I want my horse to be that next success story. So reach out to your email list with a story that's going to naturally remind them of what they'll experience when they work with you. Notice that each of those examples that I shared with you, they're great stories and they also show what your business does to help people or to help horses, which is also going to be helping people. So it's not a straight marketing, hey, come buy this but it still is marketing, just being very strategic about that. Okay, idea number two for content in your email newsletter. I want you to consider providing some education. 
It could be just a quick tip. Maybe you're just dropping into their inbox and sharing, you know, something quick and easy that they can implement. Maybe it's going to be about horse health, or if you are a riding instructor, you're going to talk maybe about riding tips, or if you're a horse trainer, you're going to talk about some horse training tips, or if you sell riding gear, you get the idea. There's all kinds of tips that you can provide. Now, it doesn't always have to be super quick. That's one idea, and that helps to make it a little easier and easier to swallow for a lot of people. But it doesn't have to be super quick if that's not your style. If you want to share a little bit more in-depth information, then go for it. Now, you also could consider directing them to some other sources of education that you learn from. Maybe there are some online articles that you've read recently that you think your clients and customers or potential clients and customers would find interesting or helpful. Share that with them. Send them an email. Tell them why you're sharing it. Maybe tell them something that you learned or something that you're going to apply from that and then send that over. That's still providing education, and that's a great idea. I'm telling you, the more that you educate your customer in a way that's related to the products and services that you offer, the more you're going to build up your know, like, and trust factor. They're going to know you better because they're hearing from you more often. They're going to like you because you're providing value, and they're going to trust you for that same reason. And as you know, we buy from people that we know, people that we like, and people that we trust. Okay, idea number three for your email newsletter content. Focus on events. So this might look different for different businesses, but for example, if you had a clinic recently, or maybe you have one coming up at your barn or a training opportunity, then tell them those dates. Let them know the opportunity is there. Let them know how they can get registered, and especially let them know what they're going to learn, what they're going to experience when they come to your clinic. Or maybe you're going to some upcoming shows. Maybe you are... Um, a trainer that people like to follow and they like to watch you at the shows. Let them know where they can find you. Where can they maybe meet up with you? Would they get a chance to say hi? Invite them to do that. Maybe you want to let them know what horses you're going to be riding. Who's going to be there at the show with you? Or perhaps you're going to be at an expo and you're going to have a booth there. Let them know. Again, invite the people on your list to be a part of what you're doing. A lot of people, you will be surprised, just need to be asked. And then they're like, sure, I'll see you there. Um, So just put it out there and let them know what's available and see what happens. You're going to make them feel like they're a part of your process and that they're along for the ride with you. And that's what the point, that's what the goal is of sharing these events. Yes, of course, if you're hosting events, the goal is also to get registrations. But even if they can't come, sometimes just being along for that journey, just staying connected to you is enough for that person on your email list. They just want to hear from you. They want to know what's going on. That's why they signed up for your emails in the first place. Okay, idea number four for you is to announce a sale or a special offer. Now, of course, when you're listening to this episode Black Friday is coming up, and that is an easy winner here in the States for you to have a sale. And then, of course, you've got the entire month of December to share some sort of Christmas special, or we're heading into January as well. Maybe you can hone in on the idea of New Year's resolutions and how your product or your service is going to help them accomplish what they want to do in 2021. Here are some tips if you're going to have an email announcing a sale or a special offer. 
First of all, consider using photos when possible in order to enhance the email. So especially, of course, if you have a product that you're selling, photos are very helpful. And then if you have a service and you have a picture of you providing that service, perhaps you're an equine photographer and you can show pictures of you taking pictures, or of course you can show pictures of what you have done and showcase that in your email. Now, the other thing you want to do in these emails is to make it easy for them to buy. Link to your online store, link to a reservation page where they can select a time and day to get their photos with you. Be clear with what you're offering and make it very easy. Okay, friends, we are at idea number five for the content that you can put in your email newsletter. Consider pointing them to a social media post. Now, that might sound a little odd, but honestly, you've taken the time to write a great post. Why not make sure that everyone sees it? The people on your email list are not going to see every single thing that you do on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or LinkedIn, whatever it might be. So maybe recently you did a video, you did a Facebook Live, or you published something to YouTube. Send them an email and let them know. Now, don't just say, hey, I did this video, check it out. Of course, you need to give a little bit more information in your email. Let them know exactly what it is you talked about. Is there a problem that you solved or a question that they answered? Put that in your email. What are they going to get out of it and why should they actually click to go watch it? And then make sure you provide a direct link to that video so they'll go and watch it. Now, it doesn't have to be a video. It can just be a a standard post that was really helpful or got some traction. That's fine too. Now, I want you to also consider taking it a step further. In your email, invite them to reply. Ask them to let you know one thing that they learned in your video if, if you're posting a video. Or maybe ask them one thing they were inspired to do after they read your post. You get the idea. Be specific in your ask, but the idea here is to connect with them and to provide an opportunity for them to connect with you on social media and email, and also to remind them why they signed up for your emails in the first place, which is because they wanted to stay connected and whatever promise you're making in your business, whether it's to have a healthy horse or to work on that horse rider relationship, or perhaps it's putting them in the best gear whatever that promise is for your business, that's why they signed up. So remind them of that. Now, the beauty of this content idea is that you've already put the work into a great social media post. So writing this email is not gonna be that much extra work, but it really can actually have some great returns. Okay, friends, there you have it. Five quality content ideas to get you inspired and get the ball rolling in your email marketing. Now, I also want to let you know that this is actually a sneak peek into the process that I'm going to be walking my students through in my new online course, Marketing 101 for Horse Businesses. It's a step-by-step roadmap to using websites, social media, and emails to grow your equine business. Enrollment has just opened this week, and I would love to have you join us there. At the end of the marketing course, you will be so thrilled for 2021 because you're going to have a plan in place to spread the word about all your business can do or is doing using your website, your social media, and email marketing. Now, don't worry if you don't have any of these things, that's exactly what we're going to do in this course. And if you do have them and you need a plan for how to use them better to market your business, then this is the place for you. 
During week one, we'll go over social media a little bit more in depth than we have here on the podcast. We'll cover the different types of social media channels available and the pros and cons to each one. I'll also provide you with some best examples and a template social media calendar to guide you through the process of laying out 30 days of content. And then we'll get your email marketing strategy in place so that you'll be ready to send regular emails to your list. And if you don't have a list, you're going to be ready to grow it from scratch. Now, at the end of week three, you'll have outlined your website and know exactly what kinds of things should be on there to grab your website visitors' attention. Now, again, if you already have a website, then you'll be able to analyze that with these items in mind. And you'll also see some great examples for inspiration. Okay, now you have until November 25th to get registered because the doors will close so that we can get ready to start on December 1. It's going to be super fun and I don't want you to miss it. So head on over to stormlilymarketing.com slash 101 and get registered today. Like I said, you've got until November 25th, so don't wait. Get on over there and register. Okay, friends, again, you can find a summary of what we talked about today on the podcast over at stormlilymarketing.com slash eight for episode number eight. You'll also find a link there to get registered for this online course. So don't worry, I'm going to make it easy for you. Now, as always, if you have questions you'd like me to answer here on the podcast, or you know someone that would be a great interview, then please let me know. Just reach out. I would love to hear from you. And if you haven't subscribed, remember that when you subscribe using your favorite podcast listening app, you'll get notified for every new episode so you don't have to remember. Now, if you're on my email list, I will send you a quick note each week. And so if you're not on the list, go over to my website, stormlilymarketing.com. If you sign up for my free website checklist, you'll get on my email list, or you can just go to the podcast page and sign up for podcast updates there. Okay, that is really all I've got for today. I hope you have a wonderful day and week and I will see you next week. 